Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Are you looking for a podcast where the hosts keep it real? Then add the Let's Get Cancel podcast to your playlist. This is the official podcast of your host, Casual Ninja. Join Ninja and his co-host as they discuss all kinds of topics. They discuss dating, current events, life in New York City, and a whole lot more. But be warned, Let's Get Cancel is extremely entertaining. The Let's Get Cancel podcast, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, Amazon Music, Amazon Audible, Google podcast overcast breaker radio public and pocket cast add the let's get canceled podcast to your playlist right now let's get canceled podcast ladies and gentlemen this is the let's get canceled podcast with casual ninja and born trucker what to do people today's topic which is something i wanted to address Especially with the whole thing on the Breakfast Club, I noticed this week. It's seems like there's a trend going on where these married couples, particularly the the wives of the couples, are coming out with these ways to uh, profit either through book signings or reality shows, is to use their husbands as the butt of their expense in some form of, of embarrassment to help boost their relationship or whatever for profit sales. In other words, they're using their platform to embarrass their husbands to make a profit. First, it started with Jada Pinkett, and now it comes with uh, DJ Envy and his wife. Uh, before I say my opinion, what's your opinion on this, Trucker? Mm, that'll come out as we talk. But um, <clears throat> my question to you is, what, when you're talking about Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, when do you see the whole trend of her embarrassing her husband for profit start? Well, okay. It's like she, career-wise, she's nowhere near as successful as her husband. So she come out with this whole series called The Shade Room. I don't know. I mean, Red Table Talk. Which is fine. But now you're using Red Table Talk as a platform to mainly focus on your relationship either with your children or with um, your husband, but it's mainly been used to just shame or throw shade at your husband. Well, and, you know, the kids are no different either, to be honest with you, but it just seemed like the platform has been used to undermine her husband, show her how unhappy she really hasn't been, you know, like we thought they were a solid relationship before all this shit happens. And now she's been using her dysfunctional relationship as clout to put a name out there while his image is being tarnished. So, so when I think you see that, what, like, what topic did she start with? I mean, it, whole, it all started with August Alcina when, when she said that she had a, let's just be real, okay? It's the infidelity. Okay, she slept with her son's best friend. 
son's best friend, okay? Um, okay, you call it entanglement. You have marriage issues. And my thing is, certain things in a relationship are supposed to be private, not meant for the public eye. Because now once you invite the type of energy into your life, there's consequences. There has been like maybe zero consequences for Jada, but there's been numerous consequences for Will. Now and long term, long scheme of things. So it's just like a lot of things, there was no conspiracy. Like she, my point is she willingly did this to put her name out there at his expense. He ain't look happy about this shit when he was on the Red Table Talk. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's that's one one way to perceive it. But let me ask you this. What was the whole purpose of her starting the Red Table Talk? Honestly, I don't know. I, I never followed her like that. All right. Um, basically, her platform is dedicated to healing, motivating, and uplifting individuals. Um, I know the most recent one that she has coming up, if it hasn't aired already, um had Janelle Monet as a guest. And she's another one per she's another person. I'm like mm. and basically apparently on that show she came out as being which I don't understand but as being non-binary. I hate that term so much. Yeah I don't understand what that means either. I mean to me if I was watching Star Trek it sounds like she's the Borg right now but that's neither here nor there. Oh, quick side note, right? When, when it comes to that, I just want to say, how the hell is there more than two genders? There okay. isn't. That, that's my point. Because it's either a man trying to turn to a woman or a woman trying to turn to a man. But then you got all these him, days and hers and shits going on. Okay. Scientifically speaking, and I'm not talking about the appearance. Scientifically speaking, a man cannot turn into a woman and a woman cannot turn into a man now parents wise you may look the part if i did something simple as did a genetic test on that individual it will tell me what you genetically are so even if they take the surgery or hormonal pills you're still a man or a woman period so you're just a man with titties pretty much okay or a woman with a dick I don't even know if they can do that yet, but they probably can. But um, the whole Red Table Talk again was about healing, motivation, and motivating people. So one one way to look at it is when she brought up the whole August Alicina thing and what was even a guest on it during this time, it could be possible that she was trying to heal from because they did discuss why it went down. And mind you, they both have always stated they've always had an open relationship. So if she's having an open relationship, well, damn, Will is too. It's just that for whatever reason, this one got out. Mm -hmm. Um, Let me just be clear on that. When she did have this little entanglement, as she tries to clean up as with him, he was 22 years old. So it wasn't like he was a minor or nothing like that. Mm. You know, when we say her son, 
I mean, you got to you got to realize. My mom is 70 plus. Mm-hmm. And she still calls me her baby. No, that's not going to stop. Never. It's never going to stop. So when his first hit, it's, it almost sounds like Jada's messing with an underage kid, which wasn't the case at all. Um, but, you know, when she, when they put these things out there, like we got to realize that these aren't average people. There's nothing average about them at all. They're celebrities. So there's not really, there's really nothing private about their lives because they put it out there like that. Mm-hmm. So for Jada to use what happened with her family or her relationship with Will to capitalize on it, honestly, if your average person could do that, we do the same shit. No, see, I feel like privacy is a is a luxury that I care for more than anything else. Well, you're an average person. Even if I have money, I don't. I rather have money than the fame. I don't want the fame. We got too many people who have an opinion about your life that we don't. They don't know shit about. I mean, there's a lot of millionaires out there that you don't know about. They got their privacy. But there is a certain level of stat- of money that you can get to that regardless of how private you want to be, you're going to be out there publicly on some level. Maybe it's not on a national level. Maybe it's not on a regional level, but on a local level. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, people are going to know. And I'm not going to say the majority of people are going to know, but people are still going to know. It's just because some things people see. It's just too obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, you live in, I live in the Bronx, and all of a sudden people that know me see me driving around in a Ferrari. People going to talk. Of course. So I could be as private as I want, but publicly when I walk out my house, I have no privacy rights. That's just how it works. So when she described what went down with the whole affair, let's call it what it is. And the one thing I got to give Will is when he was on the show, you know, people going to say he was simping because he was crying or what have you. But like real talk, like men got feelings too. We hurt. We probably hurt deeper than women do. So for him to actually show that, I, I look at that as being brave. Maybe some other people won't, but then, you know, you think what you want. It's all good with me. Well, we, that's the thing. We're not faulting well from crying. We're not faulting well for anything that he's feeling. We want him to just leave the, the woman alone because we just feel like, yo, she is not for you, bro, and she don't rock with you. Based on yeah. the representation. Well, I mean, see, the thing is, the, the, the whole celebrity life is a real tricky one because a lot of times when they're letting you in, they're profiting from it, period. Yeah. And me and you, we average people, probably the people that listen to this, they're average people. We would care, If we could do the same shit, we would. We would I mean, come on, if, if I could make money off of my breakup shit why not 
I mean, the only people who really profitize from this type of lifestyle is the Kardashians. They're not the only ones. They got whole magazines dedicated to this. The only reason the magazine can print the story is because somebody or the topic of that story spoke to them. It ain't got to be a whole lot they give, but they spoke to them. It's not like the Johnny Depp trial right now that's public and it comes out Mm -hmm. without his control. But the Kardashians, I mean, there's numerous stories that have been out that were allegedly private affairs as far as me and you might be concerned. But for them, I'm going to make some money off of this because that's the other part, the other side of the business that they don't talk about. You mean the dark side? Like when Cardi B has a baby. And some magazine wants to get an exclusive rights to the photo of that child. And she sells those rights to that magazine for a million dollars. Wouldn't you do that? I guess so. But for so me, it depends. I mean, all I want, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at it the simple term. So, I mean, they can print whatever they want about the baby, mm. but you got paid a million dollars just for the picture. No, what about the whole DJ Envy thing and his wife? Well, it, it, the, 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 the scary thing about sound bites in this culture is you could put out an hour-long show. And you know there's somebody that we happen to watch, or at least I know I watch him from time to time, who's had certain sound bites of his work weaponized against them. But when you look at the whole episode, you get a different context to what that sound bite might mean. So for a lot of people or anybody that's aware, um, DJ Envy, who's, you know, a a longstanding icon in New York City for doing mixtapes. He's had a lot of rappers on. He's done some exclusives, some new work. Um, as his career progressed, he's now a longstanding DJ on what Hot 97. And the show's yeah. called The Breakfast Club. Yeah, 105.1, I believe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, nine, ain't that Hot 97? I think so. All right. So he's got a show on The Breakfast Club. Now, he's spoken on it, if you listen to the show enough times, He's even spoken about his side businesses. He's in the real estate. He's in the cars. He's into a couple of different things, right? So for whatever reason, him and his wife put out this book or she wrote a book. And I'm pretty sure that in that book, she discusses what their relationship was like. And they get a little bit more intimate in regards to their sexual life. So what happens is the soundbite that everybody's vibing off of is that she discusses during an interview that she was not being sexually satisfied by her man for over 10, for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And DJ Envy is just sitting there while she's saying all of this. So from that alone, people are like, oh, my God, yo, he's a simp. I can't believe they, he sat there and let her say that about him. But again, it's a soundbite. If you listen to the whole clip, 
she doesn't fault him for it. She basically explains that he's doing what he thinks he's supposed to, but because she doesn't understand what pleases her sexually, then he couldn't have been successful. Mm. But most people will look at that sound by him like, yo, how could he sit there and let that woman say something like that about? But you don't learn, you don't hear the whole soundbite with it where she says, Well, he was my first and everything. I've never been with anybody else. I've never learned what it was, what it meant to honestly please a man, let alone be pleased. I learned as I went. So it's a level of honesty that she's putting out that I think on some levels she's hoping and maybe even he's hoping can help foster better relationships with people. So it's not that he was a two minute lover. He got a little dick. He, he, he don't know what he's doing. She didn't know what she was doing. So if she don't know how to be pleased, how can he please her? Because the narrative for us men is that just need a big dick and fuck her hard and she's going to naturally orgasm. Where'd you learn that from? Porno. Mm -hmm. That's what happens in pornos. Fucking real hard. Oh, oh, oh shit. Oh, I'm going to make me come, daddy. Oh, shit. (laughs) So now men are fucked up in the bedroom when they're making love to their woman and she don't do none of this. They're like, oh, my God, I'm not pleasing her. I'm not doing something right because she's not yelling and saying stuff like, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. Look at where you're getting the narrative from. You're getting it from entertainment. That's like saying I watched a movie about football and then I went and played football and the game that I played was whack because it didn't happen the way it did in that movie I seen. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know. My thing is like... I mean, you didn't have to stay with him. You could have just learned your body have multiple partners and shit. How you come to that conclusion? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like if she really wasn't satisfied, then why she stay? Well, so you're telling me that in a marriage, if you're not satisfied sexually, you leave it? I'm saying before they were married. Well, what she explains is that they were together for a year before they even had sex. Yeah, no, which is shocking to me. Personally, you know, for most people nowadays, it would be. Mm-hmm. You think the girl is weird and leaving, and then end up fucking a whole bunch of hoes and being lonely at the age of 60. Yeah. I mean, crazy stuff has happened. But, you know, it, see, the thing that I think a lot of people forget about, especially when they think about Will Smith or Envy or any situation like this, mm-hmm. is the hard shit takes effort. And once you put that effort in, the rewards are going to come. But mm-hmm. nowadays, everybody wants that instant gratification and they think that's going to be satisfying. I mean, honestly, look at all the lottery winners. The majority of them go broke in five years. You just got a Powerball winners of $300 million. Why mm-hmm. are you broke in five years? Certainly. But it's because... When you get something quick, fast, you don't appreciate it the same way. It's just how the human condition is built. But let you work 
hours, months, years or something, and you finally get the rewards from it, mm. you value it more. That's true. Then, honestly, the majority of people that even speak on not understanding why Will is still with Jada, well, y'all ain't married. Most of y'all don't understand the commitment that they made before the Most High, which is technically forever. Mm -hmm. For better, for worse, sickness and health. It don't say y'all can stay married as long as shit is Gucci. The minute that shit get full gazy, be out. Nah. Most people can't even understand that commitment, period. Matter of fact, in the past 20 years, how many people can say, honestly, you've been at the same job for 20 years? Well, I can't shut up. So the majority of people that can't understand committing to a job for that long, then there's no way in the world you're going to understand committing to another person for that long. Oh, I mean, you're definitely right about that. I, me personally, I can't. I mean, they're on a different scale than I am, of course, but it's like, I just feel like certain matters should not be publicized. Yeah, but when you're a public figure and you can make money off it, why not? Like, they got a book out. GJ Envy and his wife got a book coming out, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to read the book because they talk about all the great times they have? Or do you want to read the book because she got that juicy section talking about my man ain't satisfied? Well, it's quite the second one because nobody wants to hear good news. Exactly. But it's going to be a joke on the people that go by when they find it, when they read it and understand that. She says, no, he was doing everything he was supposed to as a man, but me as a woman, I just didn't know what satisfied me. I mean, honestly, sex is a science. Anything you do in this life, there's some type of step or order number of events that you have to go through in order to achieve a certain goal. Well, I mean, that, that's my point I'm, I'm trying to make. Take take the woman who got raped, for example. She could orgasm from rape, even though she didn't like it or, or ask for it. And you got that from where? No, I, I've actually um, seen and heard documentaries um, from the um, cases like that. And out of the millions of cases of rape, what percentage would that account for? I'm going to say maybe it's slim. So why are we looking at the exception to be a rule? But that's I'm saying like, is it really exceptional if it's just an organic response from the body? That's what I'm trying to say. Right. We're talking about a small amount of people. Mm-hmm. The majority of women that have been raped or sexually abused are not going to reach orgasm. Okay. Then again, when you understand the numbers, only 30% of women out there, and I'm talking worldwide, experience an orgasm from sexual intercourse. Oh, pretty bad. Well, what it, what it means is most people don't understand what sex is. But on a, in, on a basic level, the whole purpose of sex isn't for pleasure. It's to procreate. Well, we just decided to turn it into something pleasurable and expect it to be as such all the time. I mean, I always know it's meant for both. Nope. See, the thing is, most people don't like to look at history. 
and history encompasses a lot of things, events, people, um, societal changes. I mean, if you go back a hundred years, now men may have been having sex partially for their pleasure, but the main purpose of sex is to have babies, be yeah. fruitful and multiply. Now, if we consider the fact that we are animals, we just might be more aware than other animals. If sex was strictly for the function of having pleasure, how come you don't see dogs and cats fucking left and right in your hood? Well, I'm guessing maybe because a lot of them was um, neutered. <laughs> no. The dogs, every dog ain't been neutered. Every cat ain't been neutered or spayed. Mm. Question is, how come animals don't engage in the same level of sexuality for pleasure that we do? Because somehow in our heads, we've been socially engineered to think that pleasure equals sex. Mm -hmm. That if you're in a relationship and your sex isn't satisfying, you should not be happy. That's social engineering at its finest. Not mm -hmm. if your relationship is growing and you're putting money into the 401k and the kids are growing up and you're providing the kids and your wife and the family with the things they need, that's where your happiness should come from. If you come home and your wife is there and she done prepared a meal and it's all ready for you, we're not being told that that's where your happiness should come from. Basically, we're being told if your wife don't suck your dick and swallow babies, why are you happy? Why are you still in that? It's kind of, it's kind of prude. Literally. But it's also the same reason why people are having problems in relationships now. You're basing it on something that's so, I don't know, selfish, egoistic. Well, um, self-fulfilling. Well, is it true that like humans is one of the few mammals on this planet that actually just have sex for, for pleasure? No, it's not the only group. Definitely not the only group of mammals. But again, we're talking about the exception mm. of species in general that have sexual pleasure. But see, here's the funny part about that. If a woman doesn't fully understand what her body is about and, sh and how to bring herself to orgasm, and a man only feels that the only pleasure he can get through sex is to reach an orgasm, I would have to say that there's something missing. Mm. I mean, trust me, I ain't advocating for this shit whatsoever. Mm. But the real fact is that you got more pleasure sensors in your ass than you do in, your, in the tip of your dick. <laughs> yeah, I know. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> this shit is fucking hilarious. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I don't want to find out. I, I ain't trying to find out, but I'm just saying. It's, no. it's facts. It's facts. The fact that a woman's vagina composes a whole bunch of different areas. But most guys think that that little button that we call a clitoris that sits under the clitorial hood is the only spot that you got to hit in order for her to make or to reach climax. Well, let me ask you a question. The whole thing you said about the anus, is that just for men or is that for men and women? Men and women. Okay. 
Well, I explain why women like it up their ass, but really, I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm not trying to go see again. I'm, I just got to go back to the adult movie thing. Mm-hmm. You watch adult movies, chicks is like, "Fuck my ass, please, just stick mm-hmm. it in there." Like you'll be. I'm at the age where I got to go have um, proctology exams mm-hmm. for um, rectal cancers and shit. Yo, I shit you not, fam. The first time I had that shit done, when I got off the table, I walked up to the front and asked the nurse if there was somebody I could talk to. <laughs> what? <laughs> because I felt violated, B. <laughs> I felt all kinds of fucked up like my manhood got took in the doctor's office then mind you I want you to right, right now just think of this just hold your index finger up and look at the shit this motherfucker cracking up yo <laughs> then then see and then I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just put this out there cause all you brothers over there that hitting 40 plus this is something you gotta do right so it wasn't just that I felt violated and shit but when he finished, it's not like he cleaned up and shit. So now I'm getting up off the table. I'm feeling like, yo, what the fuck just happened? I feel like I just got violated. But then this other sensation hits me and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yo, why did my ass feel slimy and greasy, yo? Like, I, I'm just like, yo, this shit don't feel right. But it's something that they do to men over the age of 40, particularly men of color. To make sure you ain't got no polyps in your ass. <laughs> so here's the shit I was gonna say. Sorry. Take your pointer finger and look at. It. Yeah, no, nah, I know, bro. I see it. Nah, just just look at your pointer finger. Mm-hmm. How big would you say that? How how thick would you say that shit is? Maybe two centimeters. <laughs> Maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, why did his finger feel like he was a fucking mechanic, yo? <laughs> you ever seen a mechanic's fucking fingers, yo? Yeah. Them shits is always fat and like, what the fuck you did? Smashed your hand? Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> but see, what you got to realize is that, and again, I ain't advocating for this shit. The first time a female actually engages in sex, that muscle down there is so tight, it's not used to something penetrating it. Well, that's why it bleeds? Nah. Nah, not necessarily, because it don't always bleed. But I would say the majority of women have reported some level of discomfort during their first sexual intercourse. Oh, yeah, that's a given. That's definitely a given. Yeah, but that ain't stopping from coming back. Yeah. But see, if they didn't receive the pleasure from it, why'd they keep coming back? Then clearly they did. No, not necessarily. Society tells you in order to be a normal, healthy female, you should be engaging in sex. So if I'm a female and I'm not trying to engage in sex to the point where I'm actually getting pleasure now, something wrong with me. Now I'm depressed. Now I need to call up suicide prevention because I feel fucked up. I mean, damn, it's not that serious that you got called suicide prevention. Actually, it is that serious. See, we're talking about individuals. We're not talking about society as a whole. No, society as a whole lies about their shit. No, I mean, that, that's fine, but it's like, if you feel like you're inadequate sexually, there's, you just visit a doctor for that. You don't, you don't what what kind of doctor? 
Um, well, for for female OBGYN, you know, things like you know, things of that nature. Or I mean, I'm just I'm just assuming it's like it doesn't have to go from oh, it's not working. I feel different. I'm gonna go straight to suicide prevention. You could just go to like a doctor. You just have checked or educated. You don't gotta go from. Well, one to I would say the education part is first, but let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. And we talking about Will and Jada still and DJ Envy and his wife. Mm. Um, if you were to go out and ask your boys, how long does it take for a woman to become physically ready to engage in sexual intercourse? I don't think there's one complete answer for that. I think it, I think it varies. You can look it up. There is an answer for it. Johnson and Johnson was some nasty motherfuckers that did the research. What? <laughs> Johnson and Johnson did research long ago about these sexual habits that we have. Oh yeah, what did they find out? On average, it takes a woman 20 minutes to become fully lubricated or ready for sexual penetration. Really? Yes, really. Now, notwithstanding when you have a woman that's younger, that has an imagination, she could probably get herself lubricated probably before the actual thing happens. But any man out here can definitely attest to the fact that you thought your woman was ready. She's saying, oh, let's go, let's get it, let's get it. And when you went to go slide up in there, mm -hmm. a little bit of friction. But for some guys, that's a turn on. Oh, I'm about to get this shit wet, B. I'm about to stroke it right. But the inverse of that, which is the irony, is it takes the average man, which means the majority of men, two minutes to reach climax. But because most men and most women don't educate themselves on the anatomy of sex, they just take the cues from society. Like if I go visit my girl, and she comes out with a knot with, with a, a teddy on, she's ready to go. Mm. Well, what about when y'all both went to work and you come home and she didn't took the shower, you took a shower and you feeling a little certain way, but she tired. Well, what's a man supposed to do to get his woman ready? Foreplay? Yeah. Yeah. How many dudes understand what foreplay takes? How many people know what erogenous zones are? No, they don't. And some men actually just get sexual intercourse meaning for their pleasure. Meaning like they'll bust their nut and they don't care if the woman gets hurt or not. And mind you, the whole talk that people are starting to have about a woman's um, sexual pleasure is relatively new. I would even say it's no more than 30 years old. Oh, well, that is new. I mean, you got to realize the whole field of gynecology came about because they did experiments on slaves. No, that I heard about. Yeah. So you figure men have been having sex with their women for centuries, a millennia. Mm -hmm. And let's say it was for their pleasure. But what they would have you actually believe is that 
maybe within the past 30 years, we've been concerned about a woman's pleasure, which ain't exactly true, but we got to think about whose system and structure we live under. Men? Mm, which men? White men? Huh? White men? Facts. Well, I mean, there is a structural difference to it. I mean, there's literally an indigenous American chart that will show you the different shapes and sizes of vaginas mm -hmm. and tell you what you need to do to please that particular looking vagina. I didn't really think it was that serious. Oh, let's think about it. if you want to keep your woman over the long term, you don't want no other man coming along with that knowledge and taking it from you. What would you want to do? Hide it. No, you would want to know that. Yeah, you would know it, then you want to keep it for yourself. Yep. Yeah. But, you know, the whole Will Smith, DJ Envy shit, you know, if you listen to the whole clip, you'll understand that she says that it's not his fault. He didn't know. I was going through the motions. He even says, because the conversation came about from them having an argument one night. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what are you talking about? But you're having orgasms. I'm right there. I can hear them. Which is what most men go by, right? Well, me personally, I go by what I hear and what I feel. Okay, but you said the first thing first, what you hear. Mm hmm most women know a man is going to think she orgasm based on what she, what he hears. Right. Mm -hmm. So all she's got to say is, Oh, Oh, I'm coming. Oh, I came. Oh, you know, you're the best baby. Right. Mm -hmm. But most men don't understand that there's literally a physical response that she's going to have. No, no, that's what I said. The same way we have the same response. Mm hmm. Like, it might be different individually, but we all got what they call an O-face. I mean, it's, not, it's, it's, it's a fact that when a man ejaculates, he tenses up. <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> Can't help it. <laughs> you just try to be cool about this shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, baby, that's it. Oh, yeah, take that. <laughs> nah. Nah, first time you busted the night when you, was, when you was in your teenage years, what have you. The shit came out like, <laughs> just what it is. It ain't until you realize when you start talking with your people's hand shit that when a man come and he ejaculate, he got to be cool. He got to look cool. Got sound cool. Can't sound like no punk when you bust a nut. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I get it. But you know, again, we're looking at the lives of celebrities, and there's nothing realistic about their lives at all. So when me and you, the average people, see them talking about some personal things about their lives, uh, you damn right in knowing that they making a profit off that shit. Yeah. Now, a bad breakup you had, a bad breakup I had, mm -hmm. we couldn't do that, but they can. Well, 
Yeah, that's true. But why would you expect somebody that doesn't live the normal or average lifestyle to behave as such? Oh, yeah, point that too. Man, I'm just saying they live different ways. Mm-hmm. So we shouldn't expect them to do the same things that. <laughs> that we do. Mm-hmm. Well, trial our son today. <laughs> Anything else to add to it? Nah. Yeah. But I pick up Will Smith being able to be a strong enough man to sit there and go through that. I pick up DJ Envy to be a strong enough man to sit there and go through that. Because at the end of the day, for them people, they understand something about marriage that the average person don't, for better or for worse. Well, nah, I'll definitely give you that one. Oh, that's it for me. <laughs> All right, there it is. All right, guys, till next week. You know it. Peace. Peace.